Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? This is Biddy from DGB. I'm here to put y'all up on game about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a quick rundown. Now, basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. So no matter what your setup is, you can start creating today. That means you can't make no excuses about you got to go on Amazon, get this microphone, get this certain camera. I need this and that. No, you can go right on Anchor, record today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify and any other places where you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, You can do that with a single tap. It's easy. Just record, click. Anchor is also the only place where you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started. Like, now. Hey, it's Bam Hunter. Is You know, I've been jumped out the porch when I was 14, but I just jumped out the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Gang. Playing with the keys like Rachel. Step in that spot only using my face card. Calling my amigos on take off. I got that drop on that. Right, we got Dan Hunter Izzy off the porch with us today. Mm-hmm. How you, you know, feeling? How you I'm feeling cooler. today, bro? No, I'm always on some gang shit. Yeah. Just cooling, relaxing, all that drink. There you go. What'd Not you the drink that they think they talk that I'm talking about. I'm drinking Hennessy. Oh, straight Hennessy. For all, the, for all the young niggas out there, I'm drinking Hennessy. Don't drink that lean shit. That shit'll kill you. This shit'll kill you slowly. That shit'll kill you fast. <laughs> 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 no doubt, man. Appreciate you coming by, bro. For sure. Yeah. Um, how you been holding up during this whole coronavirus pandemic that's going on? I thought on? I had that shit, but I'm good. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> me and me and Lucy went to motherfucking Dubai and Paris and shit. And I came back with a little nose stuff for you, feel me? A little, uh, a little, uh, but I'm good now. No. You good now? I drank a couple of thermos. It was like a little cold, but I'm good. Shit, that Hennessy should have knocked that What? I've been too. drinking Hennessy. I feel like that shit's strong enough to knock that shit out of my system. So I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Shit, let's start with that, that that trip to Dubai and Paris, man. Yeah. How was that for you? That shit was cool. That was the first time. Like That's why I respect Lucy so much. Nigga asked me, like, come out Dubai with him and shit. That's the first time I ever been there. And then we went to Paris. Like, that shit was lit. Like, hmm. they were showing. And, like, me and Dummy got a song right now. So yeah. he just, you feel me, take me to his shows with him, let me perform with him and shit just to get my face and his crowd and shit. So he brought me down there. We performed, I performed in Dubai. Shit, we went to Paris, did a little bit of shopping in Dubai and Paris, shit like uh, that, you know? Yeah. Different lifestyle. <laughs> Is that your first time overseas? What? No, 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 no. I've been to Honduras and Jamaica. Okay. But 
that was my first time in Dubai and Paris. Yeah, yeah. and performing overseas, right? Yeah, that was my first time performing overseas. Shit, yeah. What'd you think of Paris too? Shit was cool for real. Yeah. I had um, I had bought like, you know, a little clothes over there and shit. The airport was crazy. The airport was like a mall for real. Like they had oh, all yeah. the designer stores in the airport, but <laughs> they ain't sell no hot food over there. Like, <laughs> really? They don't, yeah, like they don't sell, like they don't cook no food, like no restaurant bar type shit. Huh. The only restaurant they had was like cold food, like all oh, cold. And then they, they were selling like salmon, but the salmon was raw. <laughs> I was like, fuck nah. that shit. I ate, I ate like a little bit of that shit was nasty. Yeah. Did you ever think music would take you halfway around the world like that? What? I didn't think music was taking me off my block. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Was- I be thinking about that shit all the time too though. Like, damn, music really done got a nigga some real people. Yeah. Yeah. Shit crazy. Yeah, let's talk about the Baltimore music scene, man. Yeah. It's been going up here the last couple of years now. What? Baltimore Baltimore music scene is so underrated, it's crazy. You feel me? Like, it's just like nobody really look at Baltimore for music. They look at it like they done seen the wire and they done mm-hmm. heard about the riots and niggas killing people and shit, but they don't look at it for the music scene, but it's hella talent in Baltimore. Yeah. Why do you think it's so overlooked? Just because we already made a bad name for ourselves hmm. with other shit that it just overrides the good shit. Yeah. Whereas though, even, but in our music, we talk about the shit. Whereas though, I feel like somebody will want to hear the story behind what they see, but I don't know. They just overlook the music and go straight to all the bad shit going on. I just seen on Say Tease earlier that um, one of the like mayor, the mayor said like, uh, can we stop killing people? So it'd be beds for people for the corona. <laughs> I saw that too. He <laughs> said, no, I'm not stopping killing. I need to kill. <laughs> I see the op, they're gonna be sitting right there next to the corona. Yeah. <laughs> but it seems like the the artists in Baltimore are starting to work together now and they're supporting yeah, each other yeah. too. Yeah, at first niggas ain't really support each other in Baltimore, but now niggas like fucking with niggas and shit. Like Niggas is starting to see like we gotta come together to, to make something happen for real. Yeah, absolutely. How important is it for you to put on for Baltimore? I feel like I always gotta say that I'm from Baltimore. So it's just like give other people hope in this shit. So that's the importance of it to me. Cause I know people in Baltimore look like, damn, this nigga, you feel me? He from the, I didn't seen this nigga around or something or he from the same city as me and he done made it this far. You just get hope on some shit. Like, yeah. it's just, you know, a little light in the dark. Yeah. Um, is it safe to say you don't sound like a typical Baltimore rapper? Yeah. I don't think I do. Yeah. I don't think I sound like no Baltimore rapper for real. But I feel like everybody in Baltimore got a different sound. Like we don't got a specific Baltimore mm. sound yet. Okay. We never like made no solid like because we never had no OG to look up to. Like, oh, this is how Baltimore niggas sound. Yeah. So we just listen to music and we might have a style like somebody else or have a style like somebody else or just be ourselves but we never like paved no way like oh this is Baltimore sound yeah I ain't grow up listening to like Baltimore music I grew up listening to like drill music oh yeah yeah like Chicago shit so hmm. somebody might say I sound like one of them yeah I don't really take it personal though I just it's working for me yeah yeah you kind of have your own sound I would say yeah. yeah yeah I feel like I got my own sound but I just wait for that sound to take off so I can make a lane yeah yeah. Um, you still live in Baltimore now? No, nah, I live in Atlanta. Okay. I, I moved to Atlanta like probably two and a half, three years ago. Okay. Been down this motherfucker for a minute. I moved to Atlanta, bro. Really? Yeah. 
Whatever. Niggas don't be niggas don't be knowing that. Like niggas don't be understanding what the risk you gotta take making music. Oh yeah. And just believing in your social skills and and in your brand. Yeah. Niggas don't be understanding. I can't understand this bitch broke. What had motivated you to make that move down here? Um Baltimore shit just not right. Like me, like before like rap and shit, even during rap, like when I first started, like I had problems with people. I had pe- previous beef that I was already in just due to association and due to like blocks that niggas be on and shit like that. So it's just like when shit got too turned up, I can't keep rapping. And then I'm starting to get a little buzz now. Here yeah, they booked me for a show and I got to worry about, damn, I done post this shit on Instagram. So niggas know where I'm going to be at. Nigga might try to kill. I, I, I couldn't deal with that shit. So, and then me, I realized like me doing all these little shows in Baltimore, like $300, $400. It's just like decreasing my value. Like, cause it's like, oh, they could book me for $300, $400. And these people want to see me all the time. And then I'm going to the clubs every weekend anyway. Mm-hmm. So why would anybody even pay to see me if, if I just got a big show? Like I'm going to see him later on in the, in the club. So it's just like, I just stopped doing all that shit all together. Yeah. Cause. I need for my city to feel like I'm a big deal because yeah. then the rest of the world going to feel like I'm a big deal. Yeah. Did, have they started to see that now that you've been gone for two, three years? When you go back there, is it all love? Is it- yeah, it's all love. Yeah. Only problems I got is the ops and they can suck a dick. But motherfucking, anytime I go to Baltimore, like I ain't did a, a show in Baltimore in a long time. And mm. um, last show I did in Baltimore when I was on tour. Okay. And that shit was lit though. Like they was turned up. But when I went, the motherfucking police searched my tour bus. No, whole shit. bunch of crazy shit. You feel me? So that shit was just like some make make a nigga be like, oh, this the reason why. What's up, Trey Pound? What's up, my nigga? Why I fit niggas in the building? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I take it that was probably the only city that you had your tour bus uh, searched, huh? Yeah, that's the only city <laughs> I had my tour bus searched. Baltimore. And that's crazy. Like just because I know the reason though, like. Like they, if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's, they was already on a nigga hills and shit. The police like on a nigga dick, just because like the police be knowing what's going on. They could be thinking that the police is stupid, but the police be knowing what's going on. So. Somebody might die that we beefing with. One of my niggas might die. Da, 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 da. So they be paying attention to shit. Yeah. And I had post like a picture with a gun and it was like a beam on it, a 50 round drum. And like, they ain't really used to that shit in Baltimore. Niggas got that shit, but they not used to niggas flogging it around. Hmm. So I had post a picture with that shit. And then they searched my tour bus and shit, but I'm smarter than that. So yeah. 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 Was it an easy transition for you coming to Atlanta? Uh, I would say it was easy because. I wasn't doing nothing. When I first moved to Atlanta, I was living in Smyrna and I was just chilling. Like, I used to stay in the house, hmm. stay in the house, watch Netflix series and shit. Yeah. And go to the studio. I used to go to the studio every day at seven o'clock. So, from, it's from like seven to like two in the morning. So, by the time I go back in the house, I'd be tired of shit, watch some TV, go to sleep until like 2 p.m., wake up, do the same thing, go to the studio at 7. So it's like, I wasn't really doing shit. I wasn't fucking with niggas. Yeah. I didn't, cause I didn't feel like nobody relate to me being from Baltimore and niggas from Atlanta. I ain't really, I ain't really never met no real Atlanta nigga. You feel yeah. me? So it's like, 
I don't know how y'all street niggas is. Yeah. I've been hearing shit like, oh, y'all niggas shicey, y'all da 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 da. <laughs> but it's just all hearsay. But when I met some real Atlanta niggas, like, I fuck with these niggas for real. So I only fuck with who I fuck with. I'm not all friendly, friendly, buddy, buddy with these niggas and shit. As soon as you get make friends with niggas, they feel me cutthroats, you do some shit. Yeah. But I fuck with who I fuck with, and that's who I fuck with. Yeah. If that makes sense to you. Yeah. And one yeah. of the people you fuck with heavy is YFN Lucci. Yeah. That's 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 the only niggas I fuck with for real. YFN. And they done showed me so much love. Like, like, why, why wouldn't I fuck with them? They ain't did no no fake shit. I done been around a lot of rappers. Niggas do fake shit. Like, yeah. niggas uh, see you in person and see your energy, see you aggressive and be like, oh shit, yeah, I gotta fuck with you. Be in the studio, da, 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 da. Next thing you know, when you get away from them, you feel me, you text them like, what's up that studio? Yeah. <laughs> Nigga don't respond, none of that. <laughs> like, damn, like, what, what type of gay shit these niggas on? <laughs> this nigga Lucy, I was talking to him. All right, man, I'm trying to do a song. He's like, come to the studio, boom, boom, boom. I got it right now, I'm gonna send a location. Pull up, he fucked with me like I was one of his niggas, boom. Yeah. Then next thing, oh, you wanna shoot the video of that motherfucker? Boom, I got you. Dummy paid for the first, for, for the first video. Like he ain't had to do that, but he know he having shit. I wasn't having shit. Yeah. So it's like that's why I'm always respect him. Yeah, I had just interviewed him recently, and he even mentioned that he had reached out to you. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised. I was happy. Like me, my, me and my niggas, we fought with Lucy. Like back when we was in the trap, like trenches, like telling, like talking about, like all of us sleeping in my homeboy mother house, and hmm. his mother like on some trap shit. She didn't give a fuck. We all used to listen to dummy music and shit on the motherfucking TV screen, cutting, cutting crack for real though, like, like real trenchy shit. So it's like, I always be telling them, I ain't no fake ass nigga where I could be a, like, I could really fuck with a nigga music or be a fan of a nigga and then get around him and act like, oh, what's up? We just cool. Like, no, I tell them like, yo, niggas fuck with you. Like, yeah. but I was listening to your music. I ain't on no fan shit. You know me, you know how I'm gonna act about this shit, but you feel me? Niggas fuck with you though. Like, you already, that's how it would. Yeah, and you're featured on this new project, uh, History Lost Pages, on the song yeah. Freestyle, mm-hmm. which is uh, not your typical wife and Lucci song exactly. at all. Exactly, and everybody be thinking that I got him on some shit like that, but um, nigga Shine, shout out Shine, he brought the beat up and told Lucci, like, you need to do this shit with Izzy, like, because hmm. this the type of shit he on and this what you need to get on by the young nigga wig. Yeah. So, yeah, basically. That's how it was. He pulled that beat up, and me and Dummy went in the studio at the same time. We was both in the booth, and we was just feeding off each other. And did that shit in like fifteen minutes. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, did that shit quick as shit because we had to go to the club. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we did that shit like fifteen minutes. Yeah, and he's not singing on that one. He's straight yeah, rapping. rapping. He's going hard too. Nigga don't know that Dummy could really rap for real. Oh yeah, he be going in. And uh, you know, you guys have great chemistry and a lot of songs together. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever talked about doing a collab project, just the two of you? Nah, he talked about doing like collab projects with all the young niggas he fuck with. Okay. Like, but me and him never just talked about no project together. Yeah. But we got a lot of songs. I be trying to do songs with everybody in the camp because I know everybody rap. So it's like whatever like buzz that I got, they can feed off of it. I don't care. Like we all trying to make it, <laughs> this shit. We trying to make it get rich together. We not on no selfish ass shit like that. Well, I never been on no selfish shit. I know they ain't never showed me that. Yeah. Yeah, he's really taking you under like kind of his wing, you know, and welcomed you to the YFN family without the paperwork and all that, too. Yeah, nigga dying about that shit, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No. Yeah. All right, let's talk about this new project you got coming out. Yeah. Invite only. Invite only. Yeah. 
Yeah, everybody like I post that shit on my page and thought like, and niggas thinking like invite only. Like I'm doing a mixtape release party. Niggas ask me like, where my invite at? I'm like, bro, you niggas is dumb and shit. Like I named it invite only because I really was just trying to drop something for like, because I was supposed to drop an album when I was with a label, but then I went independent. Hmm. So I was trying to drop something in between that until the album came. So I was going to drop all the features I had and shit, okay. like all the features that I fucked with. So I need to invite only because all the features is like yeah. I invited them on my team. Like it wasn't no like oh no label walking up do this song with this person. You know how them labels be like oh I got a hook for you from this person. Like nah, it's just niggas that I really fuck with for real. So it's like got invitation to this shit. Yeah, yeah, you got some big names on there. Uh, Theresa Sean, yeah, Beezy. Uh, mm. Got Pablo Juan on there. Yeah, motherfucking. I supposed to have Pot Smoke on there. Oh yeah, yeah. But um Pablo Juan, I fuck with him. He um he um you know, we just reached out I re- I think I reached out to him a couple of times and shit and we just started fucking with each other. Uh, he I sent him a song, he fucked with that shit. I put it to the studio, gave him that shit, yellow beezy. He told me to fly out to Dallas and shit. Mm. I flew out to Dallas, he gave me the shit on the spot, pulled oh, up shit. on me. Motherfucking who else I got on that Derez and Sean. Yeah. He had sent the hook. But it's like I was working and shit, so I ain't listen to it. And then I'm trying to, I'm like, damn, the words the song sent me the hook. Boom, listen to that shit. That shit was so hard and shit. My girl yeah. don't like that song though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I'm talking some shit over that motherfucker. But yeah. yeah, I got I got a song with my girl on there too. Hmm. Yeah. You got a song with Dream Dog on there. Yeah, I saw that one too, yeah. Fucking Bankroll Freddy was supposed to be on that shit. He said he just sent me back the verse though, just like two days ago though. So and I already turned the tape, man. So. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I got YF and K on there too. Yeah. Big killer. Yeah. Come on, now. You know, killer that that nigga, man. That nigga keep my mind where it's supposed to be. Whenever a nigga get on some on some like fuck this shit type shit, he'll be on nigga ass. You feel me? I respect him to death. That's my nigga. Yeah. Do you have a personal favorite song that's on this project? Personal favorite? My personal favorite is me and my girls, and people are gonna think like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. People are gonna think like, oh, I'm being biased and da 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 da. But it's not even like that. Like, I like music, whereas though, like, I feel like my girl talented, like she can sing, like mm-hmm. good, and like so. When I hear her hook, it's just like that shit. I be liking that shit. I be singing that shit. Nigga be thinking I be playing. <laughs> I would be singing that shit. And then when I was talking on that shit, it's really some me and her type shit. So hmm. I be saying like how I be feeling. And I know my shit real and I know what the fuck she's saying real and that's what I relate to real. So okay. it don't even gotta be the best song on there, but to me it's my favorite. Yeah. Is that the first time you guys recorded a song together? Yeah, actually that is. Hmm. We got another. We got another song. We got like some rapping shit, but she was rapping oh, yeah. on that motherfucker. <laughs> she was going dumb too. She went crazy. What song do you plan to push as the single? I don't know. I'm, I leave that up to them because I feel like I'm. Um, I got a different ear for music. Hmm. Whereas though, out of all my like all the music I ever dropped, the shit that I don't like, niggas gravitate towards really? too, and they be fucking with it. So I be like, shit, like I just can't pick a song because it's like. If I pick one, then it's probably gonna be the least favorite of the tape, and I'm just feeling it for a different reason, like because yeah. I know I'm reading between the lines what I'm saying. Like, oh yeah, this one real shit. Mm-hmm. Well, other people they just want to rock out with songs, so I just let the people pick. That's my um kind of thing where I go to where I just drop the tape and see what people fucking with the most and just push that one. Okay, yeah, I got you, I got you. 
Um, like you mentioned, you were previously signed to a major. Mm-hmm. Why did you want to get out of that situation? I was I was signed to Republic. And if you look at who's on Republic, it's not no urban people for real. Yeah. And it's just like, I feel like they ain't know what to do with like an urban artist. Hmm. They're good at that at catching somebody on a hundred or getting somebody on a hundred and keeping them at a hundred where they're not really good at getting somebody on 50 and bringing them to a hundred. Hmm. So they just didn't know how to get me to the next level. And I felt like I was at a standstill. Couldn't really drop the music I wanted to drop. Hmm. So I just wanted to- When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, this is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. I was the label to do shit my way with my team. So that's just it. Nothing really bad to say about them. I fought with Saint on Republic. Fought with Amina, of course. Well, she just got on Republic. Well, not just got on Republic, but that's my manager. Yeah. She do right for me, though. <laughs> but Saint, I fought with Saint off Republic. That's my nigga. That was my A&R. Yeah. Was it easy to get out of that deal? My manager is the senior vice president at A&R. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was easy. Say, hey, he don't want to be here no more. Fuck him. Yeah. They ain't tripping about me. They got Post Malone, Dre. <laughs> they not tripping about me. Okay, go ahead. Get your little ass on. They ain't yeah. care. All right. So for other artists out there, you know, what's some of the main differences between being signed to a major and being independent? Uh, only thing I would say, like, if you are coming up artist and shit, a major is good for, like, um, putting money behind you yeah. and, like, you feel me investing in you, whereas though you probably just, you know, you building up, you're not going to have that type of money. You making good music, but they going to pay for this to be on radio. Like that shit is expensive. They're going to pay for you being on all these blogs, all this type of shit. If, if that's what you need, then you might want to sign with them. You can't, we just know what you're signing. But if you're independent, you got some money already, investing yourself is going to be worth it more. Like if you already got money to invest in yourself and it's nothing to you, you feel me? You're selling bricks every day. Like you're saying your music, shit, invest in yourself. And you're going to be, you going to make more money independent. But yeah. it's just, it just depends on your situation for real. Yeah. What's the biggest lesson you learned while you were signed? While I was signed? Yeah. The biggest lesson I learned, um, not to take everything personal. Cause if you take like you, if you take everything personal, you gonna burn a lot of bridges, like slapping the shit out of niggas. But <laughs> motherfucker, you can't do that because these people got your life in your hands for real. And then what they doing is business too. Like you can't, you know, they are gonna be friend, friend, buddy, buddy when they see you, and you gonna think you cool with them. But at the end of the day, if your music not moving, they might like you as a personal person. But they can't push your music because it's not doing nothing. So you can't take that personal. No matter how bad you want it to. Yeah. That's yeah. real. Would you be open to signing with a major again if the situation was right? Uh, it really depends. Like, no, nah, I don't know. Like, if I get in a situation where a label is offering me so much money, where it's those convincing me to sign, it's going to be like, damn, I'm this lit, though, whereas, though, if I stay independent, I'm going to get this shit myself. Yeah. 
So it's just, I don't know. It depends. Only time I might sign with a label again is if it's, I feel like I'm a fucking, I'm about to fall off. <laughs> Dude, if I was gonna give me that money where I'm at, <laughs> I'm about to fall off, shit. But no, nah, I don't think so. You got your own label though. No yeah. gravity, right? No gravity entertainment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who do you got signed right now? I don't got nobody signed right okay. now. I really, but you know, I'm just trying to get everything situated with myself first before I try to put somebody sign with me. But even though I'm trying to slide, I'm trying to really sign my homeboy Crazo, Young Crazy, okay, and my yeah. brother Ben Hunter Joy. You feel me, Young Crazy from Virginia? That's my brother for real. And my brother Ben Hunter Joy, that's my blood brother, my mother's son, my oldest brother. Okay. So it's like. I want to sign them, but I want to get them 100% of everything. Like, I don't want nothing from you. I just want you to support the brand and build this brand so we can make our name a household name. Whereas though, you know, I believe in y'all and I don't want nothing from y'all. We was in, we was in trenches together. Like we was, we was broke together. So I don't want nothing in y'all money. You feel me? I just want y'all to support me. How y'all, how y'all supposed to. Yeah. So that's all for real. I'm not going to sign no artists and give them like no racks and take nothing from they shit. Until I'm in a position where it's all it can really benefit them. I don't feel like I'm in no position to do that yet. Yeah. Uh, that's real right there. You don't hear many artists say that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, do you feel like being signed to a major previously prepared you to run your own label? Hell yeah. And I was signed, I was signed to an independent label and then to a major. Hmm. And just seeing how that shit went, how much fuck shit the independent label was on, and then how much... <laughs> And then how much shit I went through with the majors, it was like, it done prepared me for everything. Whereas though, I know how to, like, I feel like communication is key when it mm-hmm. kind of like just dealing with people, money in their life. So it was like, as long as you talk to them, then it's like, it's going to be good. Like, I'm going to let you know what's going on. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And if I'm telling you that, then it's cool. Except I have you sitting wondering what the fuck going on with your life. Nigga don't play about their life, especially if you come from where we come from. It's just like, hold on, bro. Like, this all I got. Or I'm about to go back to doing what I was doing. And it's not going to be nice. It's not going to be pretty for nobody. Because then I'm going to have a bone pick with you, you, and the president of this shit. <laughs> nigga, and he never been in this type of problem before. So, yeah. I advise niggas start getting the ball rolling. I'm going to roll some. For real. <laughs> Still working on that album? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Hmm. I was done the album, but I didn't put some like I didn't put like I didn't took a couple of songs and not feeling no more, and I didn't put like a couple from the album on the tape and shit because that I had features on. So I don't know. I'm about to say fuck that album. I'm gonna keep it the same name and shit, but I'm just keep working because that's my main problem. I do music, hold it, do more music. Say fuck that music. <laughs> yeah. Hold that one. Need more music. Say fuck the other music. Like that should be that should be killing me. Yeah, I was watching one of your previous interviews and you said you were sitting on like over a thousand songs. What? I am. <laughs> I'm telling you. You gotta like, start dropping some. Yo, of this I shit. didn't have so much music when I was in Baltimore. And then when I moved to Atlanta, I told you I was going to the studio every day at the same time for for hours and I was on straight work ethic time. So it was like hmm. I was just recording, 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 recording. So motherfucking I probably do like five songs every session oh, shit. and then I might sit in the um because I got the same engineer from when I first moved down so I might sit in the studio with him and he'll just pull up my folder and he's just scrolling 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 <laughs> scrolling scrolling, scrolling through me. he's like bro you got all this shit it don't matter if it's like just a hook just verses hook and verses I got so much music 
I know when I die, somebody gonna pull that shit up, like drop that shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be like two part if you release it since twenty five years later. Yeah, just keep on releasing it. Fuck it. <laughs> How many projects would you like to drop this year? This year? Yeah. I wanna drop at least one each quarter. Okay. I don't even know what quarters is. <laughs> <laughs> every three months. Yeah, one every three months. I'm trying to drop one each quarter. All right. So the first one's coming next Friday, right? Or is it the Friday? Yo, after? it's supposed to be on the 27th, yeah. but. Uh-oh. Yo, that's what I'm saying, bro, when you fucking with people, yo. I fuck with the people that I'm about to drop this shit through, though. I'm not signed to them. I'm about to just drop it through a DSP. Is that what it's called? Yeah, so it's supposed to be like two weeks after the 27th because okay. the corona shit got everything fucked up, everything shut down and shit. Yeah. You can't really go and do interviews how you're supposed to. So they wanted to drop the right way. Hmm. So the left way. So motherfucking, yeah. I got you. I got you. <laughs> All right, Nancy, what's some of your goals for the rest of 2020 then? 2020, some of my goals. Man, I ain't going to lie. I'm trying to get my label shit cracking, whereas so I can get my brother and my um and Crazo in the right position and just just put my shit to where though I'm not really scrambling over the shit no more. When I get at a rest point, then it's like that's a goal. You feel me? I'm at a rest point with this shit and I can worry about other people. That's twenty twenty. But life goals, oh this shit is un I can't even explain it. Hmm. This shit is crazy. I'm telling you, I got so I I got shit that I want to do with this shit. I don't want to rap for the rest of my life. This shit temporary. Once you get too old, once you get old, like it's only rare people that could keep on rapping when they get older and shit. Like Drake, this nigga has been rapping since he was like fresh out the wheelchair from the crash <laughs> and he's still rapping. You feel me? Like that shit crazy to me. But he just kept himself relevant and, you know, stayed with a younger wave and gravitated to the young niggas. Yeah. So I don't want to have to do that. I want to motherfucking transition to something else where I'm good at this rap shit already. I got to move to something else. What do you think about moving to? Shit, I did want to act yeah. until I started getting all these tats on my face. But you know, makeup could do that. But hmm. um, fashion. Fashion? Yeah. Hmm. And I'm not the best dressing nigga in the world, but I'm going to hire one of the best dressing <laughs> niggas in the world <laughs> and put that shit on. You feel me? Yeah, definitely. All right, is there any last words, any shout outs? Um, you know, shout out every motherfucking Baltimore rapper trying to do this shit. Shout out Lucci, shout out the gang, shout out my nigga K, shout out motherfucking Trey Pound, I don't know where his ass went. Shout out Amina, she, you know, always let out for me. That's my manager, love her to death. I don't know. I can't keep saying shout outs. Shout out the bros. I can't keep, you know, I'm going to shout out everybody. I'm going to shout out all the dead homies. I'm going to shout out everybody. And I got too many dead guys. I got too many niggas that I fuck with to keep shouting them out. But you know, I fuck with you. I fuck with you. Shout out Dirty Glove Bastard too. I'm a real Dirty Glove Bastard though, for real. Like, <laughs> you ain't never seen a nigga with Dirty Gloves move how I move. But we're going to keep that on a different subject. <laughs> Playing with the keys like Rachel. Step in that spot, only using my face card. <laughs> Calling my Migos on take off. I got that drop on that boy, he gonna take off. Oh. Tell that bitch, shake that. Shake. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba da ba ba ba.